Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're talking about the 95th Oscars. Hola. Hello. Greetings. My name is Robbie. And I'm Micah. And together we talk about movies on our podcast. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> recently lost. Um, we sometimes do that. We do, so we do it occasionally. Occasionally. For a couple years now. A couple years now. <laughs> uh, but this week we're not we're we're not really talking about like we're, the movies. We're, well we're, we're definitely talking about the movies. We're talking about the movies. We're not talking about like a specific movie. We're doing we're doing a special. <laughs> we're doing a special uh, episode. If you can imagine from everything you see before you having to deal with this episode we're doing an oscar special Talking about the oscars the the 95th oscars as, which as i said you know i have some like i i know a lot of people don't really like the oscars for for very uh justifiable reasons uh but it's always been an interesting like well point well i'll put it i'll put it in my for two, people who like film i'll put in my two cents about the oscars <laughs> um what makes what makes the oscars special is that they hold some some form of prestige and the oscars really only mean something because people believe they mean something it holds cultural relevance whether the oscars are kind of a sucky ceremony or the (laughs) picks are sometimes weird it still holds cultural relevance over the film industry that is true um usually conveys a lot about what the film industry is like at that time usually like like again you could be like oh it's just a bunch of people patting themselves on the back but it does show something about the film industry itself and it's also nice for people who are interested in film to just be like hey a film i like it got an oscar (laughs) right yeah no i've always appreciated like even even if it's not usually the nominees or winners that i hope for um it's always like a nice uh taste of what like films came out that previous year and like where we are culturally and where film technology is different like aesthetic trends it's it's an interesting like yeah little to say, taste like, of film like 80 percent of the time i disagree with what the oscars <laughs> right. is doing but that's not really the point yeah. in my opinion of like why i enjoy like the oscars as an award even more so than other awards yeah uh, and I figured, uh, since, like, this is the first year I've actually put in, like, an effort to keep up with the Oscars, <laughs> like, nominees and everything, uh, I thought it would be fun to tell you guys what, like, our favorite nominees were and what we think will win Yeah, so for each category. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go over our picks, which would be the ones we would want to Yes, win. the ones I'd want our to win. Our predictions, <laughs> which are gonna be the ones we think are gonna win. Yes. And also, if we have any, we don't have to have one, <laughs> we decided to include uh, our snubs, things that we wish were nominated. Things that didn't get nominated in the categories we wanted them to get nominated in. Uh, so we're gonna go category by category and hopefully it will be fun to listen to. Hopefully it'll be fun, exactly. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a little bit of discussion around each category. We're not just going to be like, and uh, in this category, this. Okay. All and right. in this category, this. So yeah, we're going to actually, you know, talk about it like a, like some kind of movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, let's get into our first category. Alright, so kicking us off, the the first category we're going to talk about is writing original screenplay. And the nominations are The Banshees of Inchirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. 
Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you what do you what do you think of the what do you think of the nomination? Should I should I just tell you my? I don't like, know if we pick should. Or we, should we didn't plan this. We didn't should plan we, a structure. Like, oh, no. I knew we were gonna go over the nominees, but <laughs> should we just like say our picks and then discuss? Yeah, yeah. I would I think that's a fair it. a fair structure for it. Okay. What are you what are your picks for best original screenplay? My pick for original screenplay was Banshees of Inisherin, and I think. A lot of that film's brilliance comes down to its screenplay. Um, there's obviously a lot of other really great elements, uh, like, with it, but I think it works really well, like, in its sort of stage play form uh, that Martin McDon- McDonough, I don't remember how to pronounce his name, um, is so famous for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's great. I think it should win. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, Tar as well and The Fablemans, uh, but I think it's just a bit more, as a screenplay, a bit more well-rounded and interesting as i was saying what's your what's your prediction my prediction for the win is everything everywhere all at once which is a little out of left field but i honestly (laughs) i don't know since it's like the original screenplay category i think it'll probably take it it's been garnering so much yeah (laughs) oscar hype yeah Um, what about you michael what were your picks and predictions so this is this was like the hardest category for me to pick really? because i really loved a lot of the original screenplays i actually loved like all of the i think besides like triangle of sadness <laughs> yeah and, triangle like, of sadness is i weird. don't like everything everywhere all at once screenplay as much as the rest of these i think it's screenplay is actually one of its more rough elements yeah i would tend to agree um, but my picks, I put two because I just couldn't decide. Uh, or the Fablemans. I didn't and, know I could do that. And Tar. Uh, <laughs> Fablemans and Tar. Okay. I think I think Tar is doing something really unique as a screenplay, and I would really love to see it win. Like it's just doing something that I haven't seen a movie do. It is very cool. Uh, I honestly, I wonder. I since I can't read the screenplay, like most of the time, the people voting on this would be like have a copy of the screenplay yeah. sent to them. Uh, but I'd be very interested to see Tar's screenplay, <laughs> right? And then I and then I picked the Fablemans because I also think it's I think it's a really special original story. I think what it's doing is very interesting. And Should have gotten an adapted screenplay, <laughs> <laughs> adapted from life, based off of real life. Uh, but I was very close to putting the Banshees of Inisherin. I agree that a lot of its charm is from its script. Like yeah. its its script is really really brilliant, and That's I actually great, put. <laughs> the Banshees of Inshiran or Everything Everywhere All at Once as my predictions. I think one of those will take it. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> I think the Banshees clearly has like a lot of hype around it, but I don't really think it would take many other categories. Yeah. I could definitely see it getting original script. Exactly. Though. No, I think, I think honestly, if I didn't, like, I was kind of shaky on, like, predicting everything everywhere, but I knew, I, I, I expect the Oscars to kind of disappoint me at this point. <laughs> right. I would want it to go to Banshees, obviously, um, since it's my pick, but, like, I don't know. It's strange. Did you have any, um, like, snubs for this guy? I, I did. I had two. <laughs> had two. I had two. Oh, wow. Um, I had, uh, Nope. Uh, which I'm, I, I, man, nope. I'll be mentioning that a lot. Cause yeah. Nope. Nope. For some one of the reason. best movies of last year. Nope. And again, I, I just don't think I, 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 I don't. I guess they didn't campaign for it or something because like <laughs> Jordan Peele movies usually bring in like a good like Oscar kind of yeah, fair amount of nominations and. I, there's just nothing for this, and I think it definitely deserves a, a couple nominations. I think it's really one of the better movies to come out last year. Yeah, no, the screenplay is actually 
really brilliant. I'm a little sad that I didn't think of that to put in my uh, like snubs box over here. Yeah, no, especially as like an original screenplay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really love what it's doing. It's it's originality and like brilliance between its like little. It's not quite a B plot, but you know, it, it's it's a really like smart screenplay. And I would have liked, I would have actually really loved for it to get nominated here over something like Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, and then, that's a great pick. And then my other was uh, Decision to Leave. Decision um, to Leave, man. Which I'm always, I'm always just on <laughs> Decision to Leave. Uh, that will be, that will be mentioned more than Nope. Um, it was definitely, definitely one of my favorite um movies i mean i I think it's a technical masterpiece yeah i watched (laughs) it and i was just blown away like i said i think it's one of the technically best films that i've seen since something like parasite which again i i keep (laughs) i keep beating myself up for because like i think it's hilarious that i'm like this korean film is is just as good as this other korean film um (laughs) i mean parasite because parasite is like so technically amazing and i think and i think decision to leave is up there yeah no that's a fair comparison i put um, but i also really love the script i put windfall for original screenplay, which I really do adore that screenplay a lot, but That's yeah, interesting. Pick. It seems dumb next to Nope. I should have put Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, you know, Windfall next to like Nope or Decision to Leave. Kind of, kind of, kind of looks kinda looks like weak sauce. Weak sauce. Yeah. yeah, still a fun script. Yeah. All right, let's let's move on to the next category. Let's do it. All right, next up we have uh, the category Writing Adapted Screenplay. Uh, And our nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. Uh, This is the first category where I haven't seen two of them uh, so my my picks take take yeah. take my picks. I was about to say I was about to say that first category was surprising for the fact that we had both we seen, had seen all of every them. movie. Um, yeah, I haven't seen uh, women talking. I wanted to make it to that, but it I never I didn't want to make it to it enough to rent it. And yeah, it we we prioritized a couple different um, movies over it when we were doing this episode. I don't, I don't think I've seen Living on anything. Either. Living Living is uh, rentable right now. I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Uh, but yeah, adapted screenplay, Michael. What's your what's your picks? Such a weird category for like like we did not have that many like adapted screenplays. <laughs> yeah. out this year, which is I think a good thing. I'm yeah. glad that we had a lot I of like, originals. Yeah, I was about to say there was a lot really of good. really good originals this um, year. So, I put uh, for my for my pick. I, <laughs> I put, <laughs> what did you pick? Michael? I put glass onion. Glass onion. Even yeah. though even though I do not think it's anywhere near <laughs> as strong as a screenplay as even like Knives Out. Yeah. Um. I still really liked it more than the other scripts on here. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. I put as my pick. Mm. Um. But out of the ones that I've seen, like I'm just going off of the ones I've seen. Um. And, like, out of the three of those, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, and Top Gun Maverick, my preferred script would definitely be Glass Onion. I think All Quiet on the Western Front has a pretty poorly structured yeah. script. Yeah, I'm and not I a think, big fan of it. And Top Gun Maverick just isn't 
isn't my cup of tea. Um, <laughs> and for my predictions, I put Top Gun Maverick, and then I meant to do, but I didn't put it on there. I, I could see, I could see women talking, taking it, yeah, um, very easily. I was about to say, I hear it's a very like literary script, and I, I know it's adapted, so it makes sense. And then, like, and then I just, could see it winning. And then just knowing the Oscars, I didn't even, I didn't even mark this because I, <laughs> I that wasn't like my prediction. But just knowing the Oscars, anything, anything with All Quiet on the Western Front on it, I could see All Quiet on the Western. <laughs> Oh, yeah. taking i could see it there's just every year i think there's just one movie <laughs> that isn't even that great but people just love and then it just sweeps every oscar category yeah <laughs> coda won best picture like coda won best picture a very weird movie to a win very best picture. A very it's not good a good movie it's not even a bad movie but it's not that great but it is not it's not all that <laughs> uh what are your picks and predictions Robbie? uh my pick i actually went with top gun maverick i really admire how um like well structured and paced out that screenplay is because i was gonna go with glass onion and i was like but i have like so a couple things that kind of irritate me about no, glass onion no i don't think i don't think from it's a, a writing perfect, standpoint i don't think it's a perfect screenplay um, that's why i said i'm kind of like eh. <laughs> but it is really fantastic that would easily be my like second pick um but maverick is like a brilliantly structured and paced out action script if i've ever seen one so i went with that as my pick and my prediction was uh women talking again again like i don't think that <laughs> glass onion inherently has a better script than maverick again i picked Ma maverick as my prediction either maverick or women talking yeah um but glass onion i just prefer <laughs> that's it's my it's a more my cup of yeah food. it's it's a fun it's a fun script <laughs> for yeah sure. weird, weird stuff did you have any snubs for Adapted? uh no i was i was digging around in my 2022 films and i couldn't think of anything i was like uh, <laughs> that's, why, that's why what i wrote was funny yeah. I, wrote, I wrote two things next to mine i wrote white noise question mark yeah because uh, like that is adapted yeah but like eh. would it would it am i sad that it wasn't nominated no eh. I'm not sad. It's not really. it's a it's pretty good, but it's not like oh I man, why did White Noise get some like a shout out, you know? And then next to it I put the Northman question mark <laughs> because I don't know if that qualifies. I do not know what it takes to actually um, get an adapted screenplay. I would think it would be original because, with how old the source well, was. Well I was about to say, because it's based off of it's directly based off of the tale that <laughs> Hamlet then got based off of like it's like it's not even based off of Hamlet it's based off of like the original myth <laughs> that Hamlet yeah. is based off of so I don't think that really qualifies but the Northmen screenplay I do like yeah no it's a fun it's a fun screenplay I assume again I haven't read any of the screenplays for this I'm just going off of what I could see in the movie yeah um, I would love, I would love to, man, I'd love to have a copy of Tar's screenplay. I wish, I wish, honestly, movie studios, if you're listening to this, oh. please publish screenplays as books. Right. I, I will buy them. Right. That's so crazy <laughs> that they don't do that. I remember one of our, one yeah. of our friends, one of our internet friends came across, uh, I think a used thing was selling somebody's awards copy for your consideration uh, of, copy like for your consideration copy of what wasn't it the glass onion yeah the script. glass onion screen and that's so that's so like <laughs> like and it just looked so cool and i was like man that's so I wanted I wanted screenplays. Like, why aren't screenplays more readily sold? Do they 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 know that they would sell, don't they? I mean, stage plays aren't readily sold either. I don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah, no. Right, uh, adapted screenplay. Uh, I think solid picks. I think honestly, this year. Yeah, I think we both have pretty solid predictions. Too. Yeah, I mean, we more or less think the same thing for this yeah, one. Yeah. But let's move on to the next category. Let's do it. 
Alright, our next category is visual effects, and the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Very nice. Uh, it's an interesting category. It is an interesting um, category. I've always thought so, anyway. This is another one where we have seen all of the yeah, films from this category. Yeah, seen all of them. So, Ruby, what are your picks and predictions for this category? Uh, my pick, my favorite uh, visual effects film of last year, Avatar The Way of Water. I feel yeah. like it's an, an obvious pick. Like, yeah. that's some of the... I, I think it is the most mind-blowing CGI, like, probably ever made for a film ever. Honestly. <laughs> Like, um, literally, honestly. <laughs> it's it's just insanely impressive oh. and just, like, I don't I, know. It, it looks amazing. Every time every time I've thought about that movie, I've just thought about, like, the magic of that movie. That movie is it's incredible. pure cinematic and technical magic. Yeah, no, it's... And, like, it's, does it, it's not solely good just because it looks, like, photorealistic. It's, like, really thoughtfully designed and, like, well-constructed, and it, it's it's a great. It's great CGI. It's great visual yeah. effects. The visual effects, fantastic. But, yeah, that's my pick, um, and it's also my prediction. <laughs> I think it's going to win. I can see it winning. I can't, I can't see something like Black Panther oof, taking it. Oof. I couldn't see... I, I can't see All Quiet. It, it honestly it. it honestly depresses me that, that Black Panther Wakanda Forever was nominated. I the think... Visual effects were not good in that movie i think maverick is the only other one that i could see even having a chance really yeah, like yeah. the batman's it looks good but like honestly i think maverick has a better chance at it than batman does so yeah so my picks were my pick was <laughs> the way of water obviously yeah and my prediction would either be like the way of water or but i but i usually tried to do something different <laughs> tried for, to do a different one yeah. and i picked maverick because i think that would be the only other one here again the batman doesn't really have like that much that you're like wow yeah the visual effects i mean it looks great well i'm just saying it, it it's it's not something that it's visual effects are not the, the standout yeah. thing that's not the first thing i think of they are very good and they blend seamlessly with the movie which is great yeah. more than i can say for black panther <laughs> wakanda forever yeah the vfx um, in that movie are and it's a marvel movie shaky at they, best. They, it, and it looked better than most marvel movies have lately but yeah. it still looks way worse than the first black panther not great um, and then All Quiet on the Western Front is just, like, it's just it got good. war visual effects. Yeah. So, like, whatever. I mean, it looks good, but, like, I don't know. I, mm. I can't see it when, it, when something like Way of Water I exists. Just, <laughs> I, like I said, any to any category with All Quiet on the Western Front in it, I can just see it winning. Just yeah, because. That's just be, fair. Literally for no, no other reason than just because. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. Um, do you have a snub, Micah? I did. I think this we is, both said the same thing. I was going to say, yeah, this was a big one <laughs> that I feel like a lot of people might think. Uh, I put nope. Yeah. Um, nope had some mind-blowing visual effects. I mean, it looks phenomenal. The the effects all around are just amazing on nope. There's two um, wholly, um, like, computer-generated entities in nope, and they both work pretty well. Uh, one is, like, one of the most mind-blowing, uh, like, original... <laughs> computer generated designs i've seen Dang, in film <laughs> jean jacket from jean nope jacket, is absolutely yeah. insane it's insane especially by the end but like, but even just like they're they're very like real feeling designs uh -huh. to the slickness that they're that they're used in the world like they just always feel so tangible they always feel so present and the actual visual look of of the way it interacts with the world is insane 
Um, it's great stuff, man. man. I just, I, I'm real visual, sad that Nope didn't get a nomination. The visual, here. the visuals in this in general, obviously visual effects <laughs> is just the effects, but man, the visuals in general partner with the effects so well that this movie is just like seamlessly well done. And if it wasn't for this, like the, the way they went about the designs and the visual effects and how good and seamlessly they integrated them, I don't think Nope would be as effective of a movie. Oh, because no, it's, it wouldn't. It's got a lot of suspending your disbelief to do. I mean, it's a oh, UFO yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. UFO, UFO movie. movies are so goofy <laughs> and they do a really good job of like especially using a lot of physical stuff and like a lot of you yeah. know like the just just really cool shots and effects <laughs> like dude the house the house shot that's <laughs> that's insane. crazy dude the thing is i don't know what does visual effects cover like does it cover only digital effects um no i think it's both I, i'm pretty sure it's practical say, and uh, i was about to say it would like make sense digital. that it was practical because like but i do know that nope used a lot of practical makeup effects. is the only thing that like would be excluded from that so i'm pretty sure everything else yeah is like would fall because i was about effects. to say even that rain shot was practical <laughs> yeah which a lot is of crazy and a lot of jean jacket stuff was practical which is <laughs> mind-blowing it's insane again it yeah, should nope. have been nominated for nope, visual effects been nominated for a lot of things Mike. <laughs> but yeah let's let's move on to the next category all right all right our next category is sound uh and the nominees are all quiet on the western front avatar the way of water the batman elvis and top gun maverick Again, another category where we've seen all the nominees, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> uh, so, Michael, what did you what did you pick and predict for the sound category? My pick for sound actually was uh, the Batman. Batman. Um, I really okay. love the sound work in the Batman, and that was actually <laughs> one of the first things I noticed when watching the movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like the very first time I watched it, I was really appreciating a lot of the mixing of the sound. Um, it is really phenomenal. Especially early on in the movie, during oh, yeah. a lot of like the intense scenes, like the different clicks and clacks and noises, and just, it, it felt very, and I think it keeps that feeling throughout. I think the sound in the Batman is really immersive, and I think it sounds really slick. Yeah, and no, I, it gives the film a lot of personality. I, I just love the way the Batman <laughs> sounds. Like, it, it, this is the one category that I'd really love the Batman to win. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I could see it for sure. I didn't even think about that. Um, I just kind of, like, dismissed... The Batman, I'm not sure why. Yeah, no, sound sound is, like, the thing that it stood out for for me. Like, just thinking about the movie, even. Um, And my predictions were either All Quiet on the Western Front or Top Gun Maverick. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I could see All Quiet taking it. Um, yeah, All Quiet has a has a bit more like sound involved as any war movie I think would yeah. like this. So I think it has more of a likely chance. But then also Top Gun Maverick, I could see doing it because the, I mean, it, sound is also very integral to a lot of the stuff they're pulling off. Um, there, there's some great mixing in that movie, dude. Yeah, and there's great mixing. <laughs> and but but man, like the Batman, I genuinely think is one of the best mixed and sound designed movies of of the last year interesting um i ended up going with the way of water over the batman actually um just because there's so many it's it's such an immersive soundscape and it's like almost wholly original yeah, like it's know. the sound never stood out for it's me. very impressive to me i don't know all of the like banshee calls i, was about to say, I don't the, remember like, any. sea creatures i don't remember the sound 
that's a shame man it's it's got so much personality and it's such a i I don't know the the world of avatar is something that you could is like the one thing that you can almost always praise about those no i think i think those are definitely the two categories that should have gotten nominated yeah vfx and sound sound. yeah um but yeah no i think way of water is an easy pick for me as great as like maverick's sound is and i actually said in my elvis review back when i watched it that it was a shoe-in for sound um and then i watched the way of water i'm like oh darn it uh but yeah no i it was also my uh prediction for the winner i think i i hope the academy will recognize how brilliant the way of water's sound is yeah honestly i would still pick the batman over way of water. like i just <laughs> like i really like i remember yeah, no, i, I remember the sound use so well in mm. the Batman. And it I defines really, a lot of the atmosphere. I was about to movie, say, it's yeah. so much of what makes the movie work, and I think it's really neat. No, it's a solid uh, pick. I can't, I can't argue with it. <laughs> but there is one movie that I wish, that I think is equal <laughs> on the sound that I remember. The sound design and the original sound and, like, oh, the gosh, sound man. mixing. There's one movie that I that I equally <laughs> hold as high as the Batman <laughs> that did not get nominated. What would that be, Ravi? It would be Nope. It would be Nope. Jordan Peele's One nope. of the best sounding movies of all time, probably. Yeah. Dude, Dude, oh my god! to perfection. When Jean Jacket's zooming around everywhere, uh, I'm like, this is crazy, dude. It's crazy. Dang it, man. <laughs> nope didn't even get original score either. Nope should have uh, uh, gotten a bunch of stuff. But I, I do agree. That was my pick for a snub as well. Yeah, I think I mean, Nope should have easily gotten a nomination I mean, if in you've, this. If you've watched Nope and you pay attention to things like that you've got you you know the sound is good like it's, it's insane like i said it i think i think so the good. sound is just as standout and used just as effectively as something like the batman it adds so much of its atmosphere it adds so much of its immersion mm-hmm. um absolutely it's really unique and i think again it's genuinely really well balanced yeah no great uh, great great pick honestly i i'm not too upset like i wouldn't be too upset really if any of them took it besides all quiet just because i think it's kind of a boring <laughs> choice but yeah. I, there, there's a lot of good nominees this year but yeah i would have easily t- like dropped one of the other nominees <laughs> to fit in nope oh yeah i would have dropped all quiet like that to put nope in there but okay i'm actually i'm actually curious about something real quick because <laughs> us didn't get any any oscar nominations oh really yeah interesting I, I was pretty sure get out did though yeah I'm pretty sure Get Out won uh, original screenplay, if, if yeah, my memory yeah. serves. Get Out did. So, it, and it got several Oscar nominations, which yeah. is what I thought. So, it's interesting that, that Us didn't, though I though it's less of an Oscar kind of movie. Yeah, Us is a lot more I feel like, like Nope is a very Oscar kind of movie. Right? It's a technical, <laughs> it's a technical masterpiece, and it's about the movies, Mike. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm... I'm a little baffled why it Nope seems was it included. Like if Babylon should if Babylon got like a couple nominations, Nope should could have at least gotten like one or two technical nominations right. in my mind, you know. All right, well, let's move on to the next category. <laughs> let's do it. Our next category is short film live action, and I should have looked up the pronunciation of that one thing. <laughs> uh, and our nominees are an Irish goodbye. This is the one I was talking about. Ivalu, 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 something like that. Is how you pronounce Who knows? It. Uh, not me. Le- I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? Remy? I did not see it. Darn sadly, it. okay. it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, Le Pupo, uh, Night Ride, and the Red Suitcase. I'm like, I hope you can pronounce Night Ride and the Red Suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Ravi, what are your? What are? Your, this is this is a category I did not watch much of. I only watched two of these. Uh, what are your picks and predictions? Uh, I watched... Uh, yeah, I guess I only watched two, <laughs> which is sad. 
Yeah, um, we could, I mean, I would have loved to get to more, but that they, they weren't available. Yeah, they're just not available to people outside of the academy, really, um, at the moment. So, uh, but I watched uh, the Pupil and Night Ride, which I know that's I, I just pronounced it in the most American way possible. I watched the uh, <laughs> that was unintentional. The, the pupil and uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but my pick was Le Pupil. Um, I, I really loved that one, and since I had only seen Night Ride uh, as my alternative, How embarrassing. I, Night Ride I think is uh, not a very strong short film for a lot of reasons, uh, but Le Pupil is it is is quite a good short film in my eyes. Uh, so <laughs> no, it was Night Ride is like trying to do something good, but at the same yeah. time, it's very very weird, weird, yeah. and not not great. the not the move. <laughs> um, my prediction for the winner in this category is an Irish goodbye. I've heard uh, a lot of good things about it, and I've heard a lot of people say it's their favorite of the nominees this year, so I'm just going off of that, uh, and I assume it's going to win. But I'd be totally fine with uh, Le Pupil winning this year, so <laughs> well, what about you, well, Micah? It's boring, because mine is exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I only watched Le Pupil and Night Ride, I picked Le Pupil, and I think An Irish think Goodbye Irish is going gonna to win. I've heard a lot of hype around it, I've heard a lot of great things, yeah. it looks really good. That it was the one great. that I really wanted to, like, that was the one short film that I really wanted to get to, but it was nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Le Pupil is really, actually, really fun, though. I think, it's again... A, it's a really good um, film. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I, I'm, I don't like short films, typically. Oftentimes, yeah. they highlight a lot of writing and film tropes that I do not like. Like, they just end up promoting a lot of things in film that I particularly don't like. Which is fair, um, I guess. So, it takes a lot for, for a short film to really pass my bar of judgment. <laughs> um, and I think Le Pupil very efficiently justifies itself as... As being a short film, I wouldn't really want it mm-hmm. to be any longer, and I wouldn't really want it to be any shorter. And yeah. I think it's just a sweet little cool thing. It's a sweet little I think, film. I think it perfectly executes the sh- being a short film, not being annoying and like over dramatic <laughs> and over emotional. I think it's very nice, tight, it looks really good. And yeah, it's fun. Yeah. No, I would I would tend to agree. Very, very brief uh, category this time, mostly because we haven't really watched uh, a lot of the nominees in this one. <laughs> and they're short films. And they're short films. Right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I didn't pick a snub for this category. Neither did I. Um, just because, like, I, it always is strange to, I think, the short film category, because, like, there's usually not a major studio or anything behind short films, so that it's hard to gauge, like what should be nominated, yeah. you know? It's always a weird mix of stuff that yeah. gets nominated. Uh, but let's move on to our next category. Yeah. All right, our next category is short film animated. And our nominees are The Boy, The Mole, and uh, not and the Fox, dang it. <laughs> the Fox and the Horse. I always want it to be wow. three. Those four short films, huh? <laughs> yeah, all, all four of them. Uh <laughs> The boy, the bull, the fox, and the horse is the first one. <laughs> uh, the flying sailor, ice merchants, my year of d- <laughs> an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. Uh, th- those are the nominees for this category. Are we, are we bleeping the one? Yeah, no, I'm gonna bleep That's it. Really funny. It's gonna make it sound. It's gonna make it sound worse. Yeah, I was about to say if you wanna if you wanna see the full title of that one, I just didn't want to put it. We we try and keep our uh, podcast relatively clean so most people can enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I, I figured I'd bleep it just for um, some people's comfort. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, 
cool cool lineup this yeah, year i've seen three of we've these we've seen three out of the five um i really i really wanted to see uh an ostrich told me the world is fake because it looks really cool and i'm a big fan of stop motion so uh but i alas it's not yeah anywhere <laughs> um but yeah what it, what were your uh picks and predictions in this one micah uh my pick was uh ice merchants i think that's one Very of nice. the best animated short films <laughs> i've seen again it does a really really good job of like passing the bar as a short film even though it really skirts close to doing that kind of hyper emotional <laughs> meaningless very melodramatic melodramatic stuff that yeah. short films often do that like drives me insane but it really does a great job of pulling it off effectively yeah um it doesn't try to be too over like oh you should be crying your eyes out but at the same time it comes off as really sweet yeah. and genuinely the animation is crazy impressive it's what they're great, man. what they're doing with perspective work <laughs> in it is insane on top of the fact that the animation style is genuinely beautiful i would love to watch like an entire movie in this animation mm, style yeah it really just looks fantastic um the physic again the physicality of the animation is insane and i really appreciated the story yeah um it's so i, I loved ice merchants yeah um my predictions were the boy the mole the fox and the horse or my year of x <laughs> Um, oh, you totally totally showed me up on pronouncing the, <laughs> the boy the mole. I, I could not get through it. Uh, I think I think my year of yeah. has a lot of um, like kind of oomph behind it. I've yeah. heard a lot of talk about it. It looks it, it just feels like the kind of thing from what I've seen. Oh, I could totally talk see about it. Winning. It. It, it feels like the kind of thing that yeah. would win the Oscar. Um, and then the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse seems like something that would also win it off. I really kind of, it kind of bothered me. I did not like the, I did not like the dialogue. I thought it was actually kind of bad on a dialogue front. But this is exactly the kind of thing I could also see winning an Oscar. It's very, again, like hyper emotional for some mm -hmm. reason. It's oh, very, wow. no, Ruby has no reason to be. <laughs> and I will stand by that. I have some strong criticisms of the of that short film. Um, but it's got, like, I don't know, it just seems very much like the kind of, like, thing that the Oscars would pick. Yeah. One of those two. That's their their wholesome pick and their not wholesome pick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I ended up picking the Ice Merchants also. It's, like like you said, it's just a kind of a masterwork in, like, short form animation and, you know, great lens choices, even though there weren't lenses. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Ice Merchants. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, my prediction for the winner is uh, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Uh, but you make a good point. My year of I think, is, is a very strong contender for this category. I didn't even think about it. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's what I think is going to win, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't have too much to, to can't add. Wait, can't wait for this the one. mole to walk up and be like, the kid being like, excuse me, Mr. Mole. Mr. Mole. What is the most impactful thing that has ever happened in your life experience with your very sad and tragic life that I'm sure exists? And then he's like, well, boy, I remember my grandmother and her grandmother and her grandmother once told me, live, laugh, love. Wow. And I live by those words. 
But ima- Micah, imagine that with really great animation. No, the animation is beautiful. <laughs> Whatever, it's it's well paced. You need to the get on the boy in the mole train. Whatever, the dialogue sucks. <laughs> dialogue is a bit much sometimes. No, but it's I completely think it it's completely out of place. It has no no nothing gra- nothing tying it to the dialogue. Like, again, why are they mentioning the things that they're mentioning? It makes no sense. It makes zero. It bothers me so much. They they have no reason to bring up the topics that they do and literally every chance they can they say some inspirational phrase like again like there's just a storm and they're all like huddled together and then the horse is like sometimes life's problems begin to feel big and when they do you have to hold on to what you love and i'm like who shut up oh what are you gosh. talking about Mike, it's Mike just is a the, storm like is the resident cynic of the of recently logged apparently i just hate i hate the dialogue i really enjoyed that film i enjoy listen if i could mute the film <laughs> i would have enjoyed it yeah I mean, there's so many people. I I was really sad when I found out how many. Dude, the animation is beautiful and the story is sweet, but the dialogue straight up sucks. I don't know, man. I thought it was good. (laughs) You make me sad, Micah. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to the next category. The next category is production design, another one we have both seen all of the films for. Yeah. And the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. Very nice. What are your water drinking <laughs> picks and predictions? Well, as as my uh, water drinking habits might, <laughs> might let you <laughs> might lead you to believe, I my pick was uh, Avatar: The Way of Water. I think the um, water village uh, like design is like worth <laughs> worth the nomination and uh, the win, honestly. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a lot of good stuff in that movie. Uh, I ended up for my prediction. I went with Elvis. Because uh, I just wasn't really sure what to go with. <laughs> um, like, The Fablemans is, like, fine. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front is fine. Uh, El- Babylon's fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. I would be, like, I'm t- kind of indifferent to this one. Uh, just mostly because it's one of the categories I'm not as familiar with, like, on a technical level. Which is interesting because production design is always one of my favorite technical aspects of movies. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I picked Way of Water. My prediction is Elvis. What did, what did, what about you, Micah? Uh, my pick was also The Way of Water. Um, I think it's really, you know, I, like you said, a very unique, very interesting, and very impressive blend on just all fronts. I really love, I've yeah. always loved Avatar's production design. Um, and, you know, a lot of it's digital, but I still think it pulls it off in a really interesting way. And the designs, like the actual design work behind it is brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that was my, my, my predictions were all quiet on the Western Front because, of course, it would win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Babylon, um, because Babylon. actually I, I disagree with you. I think Babylon's production design is really one of the standout elements of Babylon. Um, I can see, yeah, I can see it. Especially, like, I mean, thinking of, like, the movie set scenes and, like, the, Ooh, yeah, even, that's even, a good point. even the mansions that the different parties take place at. All the different locations feel really well designed and thought through. And I feel like it, it's, it very much stands out among the movie um, to make it something that would win. I could see it winning. Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, you've convinced me, Mike. <laughs> well, you've I, convinced me. I mean, none of, my, none of my predictions are all that, like, 
thoughtful most of the time uh but like yeah no i think babylon's a solid pick um and we we didn't i i didn't write down any snubs for um, this category for but. some reason i didn't write it down i thought i i thought i wrote it down but my only my only pick would be probably um the northman um, i think the northman has really really good, um, that's good production that's good, design yeah. uh but i i don't think it would win or really get nominated <laughs> fantasy never gets nominated for stuff like that and like you know it, it's it's whatever it's like saying i would want like the green knight nominated for production design never gonna happen yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah I, unless you have anything to add let's go ahead and move on did the green get any oscar noms? i don't think <laughs> no, it did no. i don't think it did but yeah, let's move on so. to the next category <laughs> All right, this category is music, original song, and the nominees are Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, uh, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Natu Natu from RRR, and This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, we have we have listened to all of these, even though we have not seen Tell It Like a Woman. Yes, um, <laughs> which is a very hard film to track down. <laughs> and, and half of these are kind of embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> Dang, what? <laughs> dude, I, I stand by that. I mean, Hold My Hand is a, like that Hold bad. My Hand is I don't know, it's all right. It's embarrassing. <laughs> applause, embarrassing. Appla- yeah, no, applause isn't great. Um, but I don't know. Uh, what were your picks and predictions for this category? Uh, right my picks, I had I had two. Um, I was kind of torn between one, but really, I, I want one specifically to win. I just really <laughs> like the other song as well. Yeah. Uh, but I really want Natu Natu from RRR to win. It's. I'm really yeah. sad that RRR didn't get nominated for like anything else. An international. Um, yeah. Even like an yeah. Come on, man. Should have gotten international. International. Come on. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, it was. It's, uh, Anyway, it, it's not not too not too is genuinely a really great song, and it's used in a really fun way in the movie, and I really enjoy that a bunch. So that would definitely be my pick, and then my other pick would be uh, "This Is a Life," uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, I really like that song, but I also don't That's think I don't think it holds as much merit as "Not Too Not Too" because, like, I don't, I don't even remember it in the movie. I think it's like a credit song. Uh, so my prediction would also be uh, "Not Too Not Too" because I think it's got the kind of like I think people I think people are rooting for are it. rooting for it enough, yeah. and like you know, it's the only thing it got nominated for, and RRR has gotten a lot of discussion. So I feel like it could definitely pull it off. If not, people are going to be pretty upset. Absolutely. But I could also see something dumb like those other three winning <laughs> i'm like bracing myself for applause to win or something oh man <laughs> what are your picks and predictions uh my pick was not to not to i i keep listening to that song uh <laughs> like still all this time after i've seen rrr it's <laughs> gonna, so much fun learn the dance it's really. a, it's an electric song i can't deny it um and it's also my uh prediction for the winner i think it i think it's got the power like you said for the reasons you said yeah i, I think it's i think it could pull it off um but like hold my hand i really do like this sucks. is a life i think it's a great song yeah um, i'm really a big fun. david byrne fan yeah um, david, david byrne's <laughs> been doing this thing lately where he's been pairing with like pop like <laughs> pop female artists yeah. and the voices have been going like surprisingly well no, it's together. great he's I a really great lo- vocalist I was, Michael. well, well, I, well, well I, just, I convince you well, no, i've always liked his like his voice yeah but like it's often paired with weird things but i think <laughs> honestly the pairing of the artists he's been working with lately has been really really cool 
Very nice. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a, a rather short discussion for this category, but I think not to not to is yeah, I think it should really the standout that's, here. That's the one that it should win. <laughs> yeah. But let's let's move on to the next category. Our next category is music original score. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, <laughs> The Banshees of Inshiran, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And the Fablemans. Fablemans. Which, how embarrassing is it, Rabbi? The All Quiet on the Western Front is here. That score sucks. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just weird. Honestly, I kind weird. of like, I liked listening to the score more outside of the movie than, yeah, than no, in the movie. It's, it's better outside of the movie, but it kind of sucks in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a the big stupid, fan of the way that's like, three little drones. <laughs> I hate it. Um, uh, but what are your picks and predictions, Rabbi? My pick was... Was Babylon big Justin Hurwitz fan? Justin I think Hurwitz. honestly, if it, if Babylon were to win for anything, I would want it to be score because um, I, I just think it's really fun and yeah. it works really well in the context of the film. Uh, but my prediction for the winner is the Banshees of Inshiran. Uh, I think it's got just a really great, very simple score. Um, I'm so annoyed that you can't get any of like the violin fiddle stuff. Yeah, but Carter Burwell, he's a great composer, and I, I think he, I, I think he's gonna get it. I think Banshees is, is a yeah, pretty, pretty good that. pick. Uh, what about you? Uh, my pick is also Babylon again. Huge <laughs> Justin Hurwitz. Yeah, fan. I love Babylon. <laughs> I, I agree. I think if anything, like if Babylon should win for anything, it should be. Uh, music yeah <laughs> yeah for sure uh the score is really really great it's very interesting too because it kind of effectively does an interesting kind of score um <laughs> it's not like your typical movie score in a, in a yeah. certain ways so i really like what it pulls off it's a very it's a very in your face uh score my predictions would be the banshees of insurance um i do think it's got a <laughs> yeah. lot i think it's garnering a lot of like it's got a very strong oscar campaign specifically for its score mm -hmm. um and i also think it's a really beautiful score yeah and very nice very understated um again i was so <laughs> darn annoyed that like i went to go listen to the thing and they didn't even have the banshees of insurance like the song you know <laughs> the it's about a, song, it's about yeah. a, it's about a musician and he writes a song and in the song is the name of the movie, of the movie. and yet it's not included on the soundtrack uh <laughs> so i'm kind of upset about that you'll have to watch the movie um, to hear it micah <laughs> but i could also see the fablemans pulling it I off could just, see be it, just yeah. because just because john, john williams, williams. <laughs> he's got the he's got the juice i don't think this is really his best uh his best um score by a long shot no it's not something stand out for me but i could see him winning i mean it's still a phenomenal score like i i think if it wasn't john williams i'd be like oh yeah man i love the favorite <laughs> score do you have a uh, snub for this i do i really enjoyed the score for kimmy mm. uh that soderbergh movie that came out uh, right around the beginning of last year i think uh, but it's actually one of the movie scores that I re like revisited the most over the course of this interesting, year. Interesting. I, I really enjoy how a good like score. mysterious and very like defined it is tonally. It's it's a great yeah. score in my mind. Uh, I put as a snub for original score. Uh, nope. Nope's a good um, pick too. I really love yeah. Nope's score. I think I think it's really fun. Um, I think it's fun to listen to. I think it's fun in the movie. I think it does a really effective job of tension and also being a lot more kind of goofy, which I would say Nope is a lot more goofy. It is a kind um, of a goofy movie, yeah. So, so I definitely think Nope. I think Nope 
we should have should have been nominated for yeah, score. That's that's a solid pick. I ah, man, I would have been so happy if Kimmy got a nomination. There's no reason. There's no for way. It to. There's no way. Um, they, but, there's no way they would even want to campaign. For yeah, Kimmy. for Kimmy. Yeah, I just love that movie. I, literally, though, anything could win this, and I wouldn't be too upset yeah. as long as it's not All Quiet on the West. I was about Front. to say I actually really like all of these scores except for All Quiet on the Western Front. We haven't really talked about everything everywhere all at once, but I think yeah, it's an all I right. Thought, I thought the score was just like fine. That's I think why it's I didn't, fun. That's why I didn't bring it up. I think it's it's it does its job. It's well, trying it's to not, juggle a lot of styles. Yeah, it's obviously, not, it's not something stand up that yeah. I would even listen to. I don't really revisit. Yeah, so, I haven't really revisited it past like the first time I listened. Yeah, to I it. don't think there's anything wrong with it. Uh, like like again, I think there's I think All Quiet on the Western Front scores actively bad for its movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that's um, original score. Yeah, let's move on to the next category. All right, our next category is makeup and hairstyling. Uh, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and The Whale as our nominees. Uh, we've seen all but The Whale uh, in this case, so pretty pretty good majority. What are your uh, picks and predictions, Micah? Uh, my pick uh, is Elvis, actually. <laughs> uh, I really love the makeup and hairstyling in Elvis. Um, I mean, it is quite good. I think it's really effective. I think it does a really good job of capturing like the feeling of a lot of the kind of hairstyles and makeup that you know you see with Elvis. Uh, I think it really brings Austin Butler to life in a good way. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> what they did with Tom Hanks is funny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I almost forgot about Tom but Hanks. At the, but at the same time, I think it I think it works pretty seamlessly, similar to something like the Batman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, my predictions would be probably All Quiet on the Western Front or maybe Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Interesting. I could see All Quiet on the Western Front taking this because they, they really just... They they went for it with a lot of the makeup. I still I'm like whatever, but they did do a lot of like they, like a lot I of makeup cool, yeah. for In All Quiet on the Western Front. And then Black Panther Wakanda Forever, I could see for especially a lot of the hairstylings and stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and a lot of uh, the makeup is very good as well. Um, but yeah, those were the, that was my, those were my picks and predictions. Yeah, not really a, um, a bad, a, like, selection in my, of the ones I've seen. Uh, but my pick was All Quiet on the Western Front. I really enjoyed the makeup and everything, especially in the uh, fighting sequences in that movie. It was quite good. Uh, I could I could see my my prediction was Elvis taking it just because I think I don't know given the like whole Bohemian Rhapsody thing happening I I, I, I don't know <laughs> maybe maybe that'll make uh, people avoid voting for it but I I think I could see Elvis taking it um, at least there's not anything that egregious in editing this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh, but yeah no I I think. All Quiet on the Western Front is probably my favorite in this category, which, you know, speaking of favorites, I was really shocked that Everything Everywhere All at Once didn't get a nomination yeah. for this. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I would <laughs> Like, did I they would've... hit the limit? What <laughs> was going on here? <laughs> that, because I really, uh, like, even more so than I, than I like a lot of the costume design from Everything Everywhere All at Once, um, the makeup and, like, the makeup right? is crazy and the hair is really, really good. It's great, man. Like, I don't know, especially from Joy. 
like the the makeup and hair that she has throughout i find a lot more interesting than even her costume changes yeah no uh for my for my two i i this is like one of the few categories that I actually put two snubs i put the northman and everything ever all at once yeah it, i would i would agree with both of those yeah i think the northman does a really effective job of uh like using its hair and makeup to kind of add to a lot of its atmosphere for its characters. Makes the of, makes the world feel a lot more complete in that movie. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of grime, a lot of good hairstylings, a lot of yeah, a lot of good stuff in the Northman. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty simple category by yeah. my account. Um, just because I again, this is one that I'm not as familiar with, but I I, I feel like pretty strong picks. Yeah, and so let's move on to the next category. Our next category is International Feature Film, and the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. Very nice. I have seen all but two of these. And I have seen two of these. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... What are your picks and predictions, Mr. All But Two of These? Um, well, of the three I've seen, I've seen All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina 1985, and EO. Um, EO is, like, pretty easily my pick out of this batch. We just watched it pretty recently, and I think it's, like, a technical marvel, honestly, and I would totally be okay with it winning international feature. <laughs> um, my prediction is All Quiet on the Western Front, just yeah. because, of course, I don't know, um, it, it's been garnering a lot of, like, hype and everything. I, I don't know. I could see it winning very easily, but EO would definitely be my pick. Uh, what about you? Uh Pretty much the same, yeah. I mean, I only watched EO and All Quiet on the yeah. Western Front, uh, and I loved EO. EO was insane. EO is so I good. loved what it's doing. It's really effective. It's really cool. It's really like I don't know. It's exciting. I loved EO. Great movie. That's what I would want to win. Yeah. But I, I honestly think that All Quiet on the Western Front is just going to take it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And what about know. what about your snubs, Micah? Any any uh, big international there were, films there were that two there were two snubs this, this, <laughs> that, were, that were pretty big I yeah think. i put down two um rrr obviously absolutely i don't understand why it wasn't nominated i would all. honestly take rrr over all quiet and argentina all right and then uh <laughs> decision to leave would be the other one. Oh my goodness um both of those films are really fantastic great great international films and i was very sad great that neither films, of them man. got nominated i haven't seen like the quiet girl or close or argentina 1985 but i would replace any of those for decision to leave in our yeah i mean decision i think decision to leave is like one of the best movies to come out in the past like 20 years uh so i obviously <laughs> think it should have gotten nominated uh but yeah no great great snubs unfortunately um <laughs> although I, I can't be too mad because eo is here yeah it's it's a phenomenal film go watch eo go if watch eo can. yeah if you haven't seen it go great watch it. stuff all right let's move on to the next category yeah all right this category is film editing one of my one of my personal favorites uh-huh. <laughs> uh the nominees are the banshees of Inshiran. Uh, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Another category where we have seen all of the nominees. I need, I need like, the Brazil-mentioned uh, image, but for Tar. <laughs> <laughs> Quite good. Uh, but what were, your, what were your picks and predictions for editing, Micah? Uh, my pick was Tar. Uh, I, yeah. loved, I loved the editing in Tar. <laughs> I love Tar. 
Uh, Tar. Tar is life. Lydia Tar. Uh, Tar. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I genuinely think the editing is really like one of the kind of four pillars of Tar. I think without its <laughs> without its editing being as good as it is, I don't think it would be as effective of a movie as it Dude, is. Dude, if you got a bad, how long it is, if you got a bad ed- editor for Tar, it would have killed that movie. Um, it and with, destroyed with, it with some of their dream sequences <laughs> and stuff. You just needed a strong editor who knew how long to hold on shots. Exactly. Who knew the pacing of the different scene to scenes like it, it just needed the good editing and it has the good editing yeah that, that movie's rhythm is like vital to it working at all um, yeah. and it really works i mean i think of even like the editing during like the the comp- or the conducting scenes crazy stuff, Great stuff i man. love the editing and talk <laughs> i can't imagine editing Tar. that's crazy <laughs> Uh, and then my predictions would be the Banshees of Insurin or Everything Everywhere All at Once. I can honestly more see Everything Everywhere All at Once taking it. Yeah. Because it's just... I it's mean, a bit it, more it it blatant and it's... Yeah. Um, but I think the Banshees of Insurin again, has a, lot of, has a lot of good hype around it. And I think it does have some very nice film editing. Yeah, it's got a nice, smooth feel to it. I really like it. Um, my pick was obviously Tar. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I couldn't really go with much else. Uh, like you said, the editing is so vital to that movie, and I think uh, it's all the better for it. Uh, it's just a, a, a pretty much a masterwork in film editing. <laughs> um, my prediction is everything everywhere. It's got a very blatant, uh, like blatantly good, obviously, uh, yeah. sense of editing and like make. It, I mean, the editing is impressive. It's more great, than yeah. anything else. It's 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 very impressive. I don't think it always flows the way I want it to, but it is very impressive just in general scale. Yeah, and if it was if it was any worse in the editing, you would feel it. Like that's that's the thing when yeah. watching it. Like even one of even one of my. Uh, Actually, actually, my cousin. Um, I was trying to remember who did that, but yeah, it was it was our cousin Zach. <laughs> yeah, um, been on the podcast after after watching it. He's been on the podcast after <laughs> watching it, and he's not like super into like a lot of technical aspects of film criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even he, after watching it, was just like, "Wow, how did they edit? How did they edit? That? That? Like, how exactly. did they go about like in the editing room edit that?" <laughs> Because it really is like a marvel to it's have crazy, edited. Man. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's actually technically better editing by any means than Tar. Honestly, um, if not for Tar's just sheer like brilliance and greatness, I would pick Elvis. I was here. about to say I do want to shout <laughs> out. I do Elvis, want to shout out Elvis. Too. Elvis is really well edited. Elvis um, is unconventionally screens. edited. Yeah. Um, and I think it pulls it off really well. I wanted, yeah. I was about to say, if you didn't mention it, I was going to give a shout out to Elvis. And editing like rhythm of Elvis is like, honestly, one of my favorite things about that. Which movie. is, and again, Elvis is also crazy impressive in its film editing. Cause it's very, <laughs> it's very unconventional. And the fact that it works and that it's really engaging and snappy and never feels too, ah, even though <laughs> Baz Luhrmann's style definitely has a tendency to just be like, ah, nah. and bah. I think Elvis is yeah. also a very, very crazy impressive movie to I, edit yeah no that was my second like prediction if not everything everywhere all at once i would definitely assume elvis would win uh, uh but yeah and then i, I actually have a snub for this category snub. too because i think decision right. to leave's editing was outstanding <laughs> i mean um, it is yeah and yeah i mean we just throw, the way the way the vfx incorporate to the editing uh in decision to leave is kind of crazy yeah the editing is kind of brilliant <laughs> and i think in decision to leave um a lot of its sequences wouldn't work as well as they do if if not for some really stellar paced editing um <laughs> the big takeaway of this episode is going to be go watch decision to leave <laughs> pretty much uh but yeah that was that's did you have any prediction 
or snub i mean uh no i didn't i didn't pick anything in particular out the one that i would have shouted out if it wasn't on here would be elvis yeah because um, that was the one that really like struck me this past year in editing all right well let's move on to the next category let's Up next is Documentary Short Subject. Very nice. Uh, the nominees are The Elephant Whisperers, Haul Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. Uh, yeah. I've I, seen two of these. I was about to say, I have seen all but um, How Do You Measure a Year, because I can't track it down anywhere. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard it's kind of embarrassing, though. I know, oh. I know some people, I, one of my friends watched it, and they were like, it's cool in theory, but it's also, the questions this guy asks are, uh, he was like, the questions this guy asks are really lame, and it took him like 18 years of his daughter's life to realize that the questions were really lame that he was asking. <laughs> Like, apparently, like, apparently, like, one of the questions is, like, what is power and, like, what is love and stuff like that. Like, (laughs) so apparently it's very odd. Okay. And apparently the daughter gets kind of annoyed with it as it goes on. I mean, I want to see it still, obviously. Um, But yeah. Uh, But yeah. What are your picks and predictions, Remy? My pick for a documentary short subject was The Elephant Whisperers, which I was a big fan of. Um, It does a great job uh, characterizing all of its, like, main players, including the elephants, Micah. Uh, Gotta love it. What? Um, But but it was a a good time. (laughs) Uh, Definitely a big recommendation from me. Um, Haul Out would definitely be my second pick. Uh, I wasn't crazy about stranger at the gate as like all right as it was um and the martha mitchell effect actively kind of annoyed me um but you know haul out and elephant whispers are definitely like two good short documentaries uh, yeah. i i think haul out's gonna win though that's my prediction yeah what about you uh i picked actually the martha mitchell effect i only watched two of these <laughs> and i didn't think either of them were that great uh, i watched the martha mitchell effect and stranger at the gate um I was going, like, I wanted to make it to Haul Out and the Elephant Whisperer, but I just didn't have time. Yeah, and didn't feel like, time. I didn't feel like it yesterday. <laughs> I, like, like I, being home from work, and I, had, I just, like, I sat down and watched a bunch of short films and stuff, and I was like, I just don't want to make it through these. So I didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I picked the Martha Mitchell effect. It, it didn't actively annoy me. It was just, it was literally just fine, I think. Like, it's literally, it's, just, it's a fine short film, or like just, a documentary. It, it just doesn't work for me it as does a film. A, it does a fine job presenting the stuff that happened. It, it's, it's like a it's like a wikipedia article well, that... no it's like it's like a youtube video honestly yeah. it's like an informative youtube video like for a school but it's that, just that, not interesting like a teacher would commission it's just not an interesting way to present what's there no and then stranger at the, at the gate has like a has like a fine message but at the same time it's kind of tonally <laughs> whack so weird because like be so weird it, it's it's very like it's very on the perspective of this guy who was going to like blow up a bunch of innocent muslims yeah and it's like well good thing he learned his lesson and didn't do that it's like it like starts to frame like the whole story as like oh no this happened like in the past and then it's like well no actually it didn't he changed his mind and then that was the end of it which is cool you know i could see christians making something like this too it's just just kind of weirdly sided stuff yeah it's so strange like it's a cool idea for a short film but it's just not not the move i was about to say and like 
really we got to go all, through all of this to be like good job for not blowing up a, a very like very hurt people well i don't think that's like the takeaway well, of the but movie. that's the feel of the movie is like like isn't that so great that he didn't do it <laughs> which again i get the i get the message of of like the very like redemptive power of what they're going for like like again that that islam saved him and that is very cool yeah i appreciate that but it's just an embarrassing way to go about it honestly it's, yeah it's a very odd choice narratively for a short film and uh, uh, not a great my predictions thing. are just hollow and the elephant whispers <laughs> i didn't watch either of those i wanted to but i could easily see both of those winning like I, they just especially hollow it just has that kind of yeah it's it got the environmental kind of, message yeah it's got the kind of the juice, that, the juice that wins a documentary <laughs> oscar <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next category. Let's. All right, this category is documentary feature. Uh, and the nominees are All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, and Navalny. Uh, Micah. <laughs> What, what was your pick and prediction in this category? I only watched one of these. <laughs> uh, there was another one that I wanted to make it to. Like I, I don't know. I'm I like documentaries, but I don't often feel very like most documentaries don't do enough for me to really want to go out and watch them. Quite oh. frankly, I usually get bored with a lot of documentaries <sighs> unless the subject is really good or the filmmaking is really good. Yeah, um, which is the case for the documentaries I watched and in this category. My pick would be the only one of these that I actually watched which would be all that breathes um i really really oh, love what all that breathes was doing it's very simple very sweet um it's got an interesting message i'm a big bird guy love birds <laughs> big bird guy love me some birds <laughs> and i absolutely adored the cinematography in this i think it does a really effective job of communicating what they're doing while also being a very very unique and cinematically rich documentary is a is a very well shot documentary i was very shocked when i was watching it i'm like dang this is cool this is crazy and my prediction would be the other one that I wanted to get to, but didn't. Uh, Fire of Love. Interesting. Um, I could see that. I could see this easily winning. It looks really good, but it yeah, also has great. it has that kind of almost like mainstream kind of appeal, kind of <laughs> kind of similar to something like how everybody was watching. Um, what is it called? Is there another documentary? Um, no, 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 like from a couple of years ago. That one documentary, the climbing one. What is oh, called? free solo. Free solo. Like it's got that kind of like free solo kind of vibe to I it. I guess. Yeah. In terms of just like it's one that actually a lot of people have like heard about. A lot of people and are like, talking about yeah. it. A lot of people like it. It's got a very like I don't know film. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Atmosphere around it. I haven't watched any others, so I don't really have any comment. But I've at least seen some of Fire of Love as well. Yeah. Um, I watched All That Breathes, Fire of Love, and Navalny. I'm very sad that I didn't get to All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, because I hear it's phenomenal. Um, but my pick was Fire of Love. Uh, I thought it was a very technically impressive documentary. I thought it was a very compelling documentary. Um, even more so than Navalny, which I also really enjoyed, um, even over All That Breathes, which, you know, is a, I think it's a great documentary. Um... Not really any that I dislike, uh, but Fire of Love is my favorite, so that's my pick. And my prediction is All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. I've heard nothing but, uh, like, rave reviews for that. So, I, I just think it's going to take it. <laughs> uh, any snubs, Micah? Probably not. Uh, no, I don't have any snubs. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself again, where I've just kind of... 
like stood around and not watched uh, a lot of the major documentaries as they come out. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next category. Let's. Our next category is directing, and the nominees are Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inchirin, The Daniels, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, Todd Field, Tar, and Ruben Ostland, Triangle of Sadness. Uh, this is another, another one that we've seen all of them for. Yes. Very nice. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Uh, see, this is actually a category that I struggle with to pick. Yeah. Um, but what are your picks and predictions? Uh, my pick for this one is actually Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. I think that movie has a very, like, direct and cohesive, like, direction, you know? <laughs> um, and I mean, obviously Spielberg is a great director, and yeah. I, would, I would just be really happy to see him get it in this. And I think it's honestly one of his strongest movies, um, in, in, like, in his whole career. Yeah. Um, my prediction, though, is uh, Todd Field for Tar. Um, I could see Ruben uh, Ostland taking it for Triangle of Sadness, but honestly, I think that's I think that's like a misplaced. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the direction's that like like one of the stronger elements of Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, no, I just I don't think it should. I'm just saying I could see it, which is funny because look, the two things that it got nominated for are like the two things that I think are kind of weak about it: its right. screenplay and its direction. There's other stuff that I like about that movie that is not that, <laughs> um, but yeah. Fablemans is my my pick, Steven Spielberg, and uh, Todd Field for Tar is my uh, prediction. What about you, Mike? Uh My pick is also Steven Spielberg, which is nice. yeah, yeah, what you know, like oh, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. But at the same time, I genuinely, I mean, he's a fantastic actual like director, especially when it comes to actors. Yeah, I think the actors man. in this, the Fablemans uh, like, on the direction of in his acting, like is just crazy. I love I love his work. He always gets such good performances out of people. Um, and I also really just love his, like, the feel that he's going for throughout this. You can really feel his direction and everything in this, especially being that it's such a personal story to him. It just, it feels like a Steven Spielberg directed movie, yeah. more, more than even a lot of his movies do. Um, so I, I would definitely want him to win this. Easy pick, yeah, for uh, me. My predictions actually are uh, probably the Daniels. Uh, or martin mcdonough i'm i'm fearful that the daniels might take it I could, uh, uh, and the daniels i don't even think their direction is that strong in everything ever at once i think they actually have stronger direction in something like swiss army man um but like it's it's very it's an impressive the, film. the daniels i could like just from the way the oscars are i could easily see the daniels winning and then i yeah. also really like martin mcdonough mcdonough's uh like direction yeah no and, he has a very good tone that i actually think works a lot better in banshees than it does in something like three billboards yeah i really like what what he's doing in the banshees of insurance and what he what he gets out of the actors and yeah uh todd todd field is obviously also a good choice <laughs> i could see that winning he they've got a big oscar campaign for him specifically yeah i mean um, he's he's kind of the auteur of tar outside of kate blanchett yeah that's just not that's not the thing that i would pick for for like yeah tar to win yeah uh do you have any snubs 
Uh, no, I didn't on this one. I thought about putting uh, Jordan Peele for Nope, yeah, but I did. I put Jordan. Peele I didn't want. I didn't want to be like that redundant. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think it's a really no, well think, directed movie. I think it's. I think it's one of his better directed movies. Honestly, oh, yeah. I, I, like in terms of, I think it's better directed than than Us. Um, it's I'm got a lot sure, more of a cohesive sure out. like tone and everything than Us does. Yeah, and I think it's got a harder tone to even pull off than Us. Like Absolutely. I just think Nope is genuinely really impressive from its direction. Standpoint, yeah. um, but I don't. You know, it's, it's <laughs> nope. It's it's Jordan Peele. Honestly, um, like I'm really happy with the directing lineup, um, except for you know Triangle of Sadness. I don't really think that should have gotten a nomination, but yeah, you know. But let yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the next category. Let's. All right, our next category is costume design. Our nominees are Babylon. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. She sure does. That's the, the only nomination for Mrs. Harris. I'm, I'm happy to she see. Heads, she heads that direction. I've only not seen Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. <laughs> I've seen all of the nominees in this category. But uh, what, are, what are your picks and predictions for this one, Micah? There's, there's a lot of good ones this year. Uh, yeah, I actually really struggled with this one. Uh, my pick would be Elvis. I really, uh, that's, uh, yeah. I, I really love the costuming in Elvis. Um, I, I think it's really effective. I think it's really stylized. I think it's really pretty. Um, like any any costume that they put um, Austin Butler in, whether it's one of the like Elvis Elvis costumes or not, I'm like, ooh, that looks so good. <laughs> and I think that transfers yeah. over to a lot of the side characters. I think there's just some genuinely really great costume design in it. Uh, my prediction, I don't really have a solid prediction, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, I could very easily see everything everywhere all at once taking it. I could very easily see Black Panther Wakanda forever taking it, even though eh, I'm kind of eh towards it. And I could easily see Babylon taking it, even though Babylon, I don't think, really has that standout of stuff. But I feel like you always have to get one that's like very grounded i feel like that always happens in the mm. in the costume design category yeah you always get like just some some period piece you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could see that but yeah i don't really have anything solid for costume design in terms of predictions um i ended up picking everything everywhere all at once for my favorite in this category uh, i think its costuming is really fun and like wacky and i think it works really well for the movie uh it's just one of the more standout uh, costume design. Yeah, again, uh, and I would pick the hair and makeup for everything everyone wants <laughs> before costume design, but wasn't even yeah. nominated for yeah, hair. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would, I would swap those if I could, but you know, but yeah, everything everywhere is my pick. It's also my prediction to win. Uh, I, I think it's gonna kind of sweep in like the actual like categories like that with the actual like look of the film and everything because it's a very uh, impressive film in that regard for costume design. Uh, I thought about picking Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris um, almost on principle, but there are some really beautiful gowns in that movie. I would have been, I would not have been upset like if that if that takes it also. So uh, yeah, do you, do you have any snubs? I put down the Northman, the North, which I'm That's now seeing that you have put that down too. Put down too, that down yes. too. Uh, you got to witness the rise of the Northman's costume design. Wow, <laughs> it's very good. What little clothing that they do wear <laughs> what in, the, in the Northman? It sounds like it's they're, all, they're all well. Uh, I was about to say it sounds like they're all in loincloths, but then again, like they have a climactic battle. Literally, right. no one's wearing any. Clothes, I was about to say like so. there's no clothes in the last scene of that movie. So, but right, if they were wearing any clothes. 
bellows, the lava would burn them off. <laughs> because that's how, because for some reason, oh even though it's too hot for their clothes, they're fine. They're not burning up fighting right in the middle of lava. Okay, the Northman volcano uh, battle is a great I, instance of costume design. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect decision to have no costume. The, the decision to have no costume at all is really the greatest decision. Um, no, I genuinely really like a lot of the design work in yeah. the Northmen. I think a lot of the outfits are really nice, really cool looking. Yeah. I love a lot of this, like the pelt work. Yeah, you got a lot great, of really man. good stuff. I mean, there's a reason I put it down as a snub. I'm, I'm a little surprised that it didn't get on here. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> uh, but let's move on to our next category. Our next category is cinematography, and our nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicles of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. We love to see uh, Deacons on the nomination. Mr. Mr. Deacons? Roger Deacons. Wait, wait, which, wait, what did Deacons? He shot, he shot Empire of Light. Uh, oh. Bad movie. Interesting. Uh, but <laughs> interesting. Ooh, look at the cinematographer who, who shot Bardo. Oh, cool. Got Seven, Uncut Gems, Okja, Midnight in Paris, Panic Room, Lost City of Zed, <laughs> Anima. Indeed. So that's pretty stacked. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a good cinematographer. Uh, I did not watch Bardo or Empire of Light. Yeah, you're not missing much for Empire of Light, but uh, <laughs> my my pick for cinematography was going to be Bardo originally, because um, I really like the use of wide-angle lenses and like spatial awareness and the way shots kind of melt into each other uh, in that movie is very cool. Um, but I ended up going but with Tar. Chickened out and I ended went up with going tar with Tar again because I love Tar, <laughs> and Tar is a great movie that is shot very well, and the composition is almost always amazing in that movie. So, uh, yeah, Tar easily my pick. Uh, my prediction is all quiet on the Western Front. I think it's just ambitious enough for like people to be like, oh yeah, it should be all quiet on the Western Front. But I don't. I obviously don't think it should win. Um, I, I kind of want to give a shout out to Elvis here too, because uh, that movie is insane <laughs> in, in its cinematography, and I think it works for the most part. It takes big swings. What about you, Micah? Uh, in similar in similar form, uh, <laughs> I picked Tar. Um, really love really love how Tar looks. Again, it's pairing, great, pairing its visuals with its <laughs> editing, it really blends together into great cinematic language. It's got a lot of it expresses a lot through its cinematography. Mm -hmm. um, it's very it's a very cold looking movie. It's very cold framed. It's very <laughs> you know it's a hard movie to pull off looking yeah. good. No, I mean a lot of it's great cinematography. I was going to say a lot of it's movie. really gray too. Like it's a very gray, cold movie, and yet the cinematography really brings it to life and you 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 get told a lot through its composition yep and i yeah cinematography for tar the, yeah it's a phenomenally well <clears throat> shot movie yeah and similarly again i think all quiet on the western front's <laughs> gonna win just because those darn darn people at the academy it, yeah again you're exactly right and, and i think i think it, it annoys me too um because oh you know what i just realized that all Quiet on the Western Front wasn't nominated for film editing. That's good. It doesn't have very good <laughs> No, the editing's not very good uh, in that movie. But, like, it really does feel like just, like, a ripoff of the visuals that 1917 are going for. 
Um, yeah, like I just so much that. of it, so much of the flavor of All Quiet on the Western Front is just the exact same flavor as 1917, um, a movie that literally takes place timeline order like a year before this movie. Um, so I don't timeline know. order, what, what is this, Michael? Like the World War One cinematic the World universe? War One cinematic universe. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I, I think it's gonna win just because it's got it's got the hype and whatever yeah i I just don't think it's actually that great and it's not that original and it doesn't communicate that much to me personally so so whatever do you have any snubs uh i put down the batman as a snub for this one because i think the batman is a very very well shot movie um the use of depth of field and just general (laughs) composition and everything in that movie is phenomenal one of my favorite things about it yeah i agree uh, uh, what about you, Micah? I put any snubs. I put uh, uh, the Batman is a really good pick. Yeah, uh, but I put um, decision to leave. Decision to leave. If you can imagine, uh, I mean, I think yeah. decision to leave is one of the more beautiful films I've seen cinematography wise. Oh and man, its cinematography is is in a word <laughs> like romantic, and it does such a good job of being like romantic it's, cinematography like it, it's so good at communicating what the film is going for Micah, there's so many just like shots in decision to leave that just blew my mind like how on earth would you do this yeah there's some insane camera work <laughs> the blocking paired with yeah, the cinematography man. is often really fantastic it, it, if it was if it had gotten nominated it would be my pick over tar yeah i would pick decision it over tar because decision to leave that is one of its best categories one of its best elements is its cinematography absolutely but the batman is also like i you know i didn't <laughs> put that in there but i am kind of sad it wasn't nominated yeah no i would have taken uh the batman uh obviously over all quiet on the western front but even empire of light i think is one of roger deacon's like worst looking movies like it's not as visually smart as a lot of his work usually is yeah um so i would have gladly taken the batman over either of those uh but yeah let's let's go ahead and move on to our next category all right this category is animated feature film one of one of our favorites here on recently Locked. <laughs> uh the nominees are Guillermo del toro's pinocchio marcel the shell with shoes on puss in boots the last wish the sea beast and turning red what were your picks and predictions for animated feature, Micah? <laughs> uh, my pick was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Um, I Solid think, pick. I think it's really one of the best like animated movies of the year, which this year has been really good this for animated yeah, I movies. Say, I was about to I'm say, not really Pinocchio, upset with any Marcel of the, the nominees show, here. Besides, like, Sea Beast is a little weak. Sea Beast but seemed a little weak, but I, I don't know. It's not bad by any stretch. It's just a little weak. I didn't wa- that's the only one I didn't watch. Yeah. But the other ones are like all genuinely really great films. But I think Puss in Boots uh, just really has like it has something special going for it. It's got the. Juice. It's not even. It's not even as unique <laughs> as something like Pinocchio or Marcel. Yeah. Or even Turning Red. But it's it's pulling off everything so effectively, so efficiently. I think as a as a kids movie, it's very effective. Like I think I think especially kids nowadays would would love it. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, and I also think it really it's it's, it's just impressive the fact that they pull off <laughs> such a simple story to make it so like just so engaging and enjoyable and fun and the actual animation is beautiful and the like blocking and the um i can't i just lost the word choreography of (laughs) a lot of the characters the physicality of them dude it's really fantastic and it works together to make a very unique cool movie uh that's also my prediction just because i feel like it's got a lot of hype going towards it yeah um but i could also see with how hard 
Del Toro's been campaigning. I could see <laughs> Pinocchio taking oh, it. Oh, I could absolutely see uh, Pinocchio taking heck, this. Heck, Disney, Disney could take it again just because Disney, uh, for some reason, they have a reputation of even though people are like, wow, look at all these amazing, unique, cool animated films that came out this year. And then they're like, Frozen 2. <laughs> Dude, did Frozen 2 win? I don't think it won. But it, it did get a nomination. Not the move. Not the move. <laughs> Disney, the Disney's just always in there for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I even like Turning Red. I think it's one of the more deserved yeah. Disney movies. I think Turning Red is one of the better Pixar movies of the past little like bit. Um, what about what about you, Remy? My pick was Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, uh, which was also my prediction. We we both did the same thing, uh, but I really, I really would not be upset at all if Marcel or Del Toro's Pinocchio took this. Like, they're all three of those are phenomenally great in their own ways, and I'm glad that we have such like a diverse range of animation uh, this year. Uh, I really, you can't lose unless like Sea Beast takes this because right. even turning red, which I would be disappointed that, uh, like one of the more interesting nominees in my opinion, uh, didn't take it. Uh, but I honestly would be fine with any. I was about to say, I adored Marcel. <laughs> They're all great. I loved Pinocchio. All great movies. Puss in Boots was fantastic. Yeah. Turning Red was one of, again, one of the best Turning Pixar Red movies is a blast, in a while. Man. It's a great movie. Like, again, <laughs> not a bad pick except for Sea Beast. <laughs> yeah. Um, which even then. Sea Beast, not a bad movie. Pretty good, actually. <laughs> Even by uh, like Netflix animation standards, I think it's actually a pretty solid movie. Do um, you have any? Do you have any snubs? For I me? did put a snub uh, from very early on this year. It's another Netflix film. I put uh, their stop motion anthology film, The House, in there. Which I was odd pick. very fond of back when I watched it, um, and I've been thinking about it a lot. So I, I thought it was a worthy addition. I don't think it should win over any of the stuff that was already nominated, but I am kind of sad that Sea Beast would get nominated over something <laughs> like The House, you know? Yeah, and I put uh, like the bad guys, but also more in a questioning. Like, yeah, like I, I don't think it should again go over <laughs> maybe anything but Sea Beast. Yeah, but at the same time, like I still think it was a good film. I still think it it could use some. Guy? This is fun, some yeah. decent recognition but i think it's funny because like a lot of the things that make the bad guys stand out are just better in puss and boots yeah i was about to say puss <laughs> is kind of like a better example of all the things bad guys is doing well unfortunately uh but yeah that's that's my that's my two cents on animated feature film animated feature film which apparently i've been become something of an animated movie kind of guy because like my entire youtube career hinges on animated stuff it's quite good <laughs> uh but yeah let's go ahead and move on to our next category our next category is actress in supporting role there is angela bassett for black panther wakanda forever hong chow for the whale uh, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inshiran, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Very nice. Uh, pretty pretty good lineup this year. <laughs> no, I, I'm not upset about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Dyslexia does not pair well with trying to pronounce people's names. I was about names. to say, we've been, we've been alternating on these categories and Micah reading those off. <laughs> I, I, dude... <laughs> dyslexia so i looked at angela and did not know how to pronounce it because i just like i was just reading it i had nothing <laughs> well uh my pick for actress in a supporting role was uh stephanie Shu for everything everywhere all at once uh i thought she was really good one of the standout performances of the movie uh I, angela bassett was good um but just not really all that memorable to me um i, I haven't seen the whale 
And uh, Carrie Condon, while good in Banshees, um, not like I, I wouldn't pick her over really and, too many other people. And honestly, I, th- I think the Jamie Lee Curtis nomination is kind of like yeah. kind of kind of upsetting to me. I think I it's kind of like disrespectful, honestly. I don't like bit. the fact that she was nominated Dude, for this. Stephanie Shu like killed in that, and she she's really getting great. overshadowed by like the Jamie Lee Curtis campaign for the it's, movie, which, which her character is not that good. I mean, and she's good it's in like, the movie. She's yeah, but it's one actress. of her. It's one of her like least memorable performances. I would have if you told me Jamie Lee Curtis, everything, everywhere, all at once. I'd be like, oh yeah, that was fun. <laughs> she's like a bit character, whereas yeah. Stephanie Shu is like the emotional core of the movie. Practically, I think she carries the movie almost. Yeah, she's my favorite performance in the movie even over uh uh michelle young yeah um my prediction is actually for jamie lee curtis even though i i really don't want <laughs> want her to win this one um as good like she's good don't get me wrong she's she's doing a good job here um i just i don't know it seems bad for her to like get nominated <laughs> like it's not that good of a it's not like Oh, she needs to get the Oscar for supporting role for her role. Like I said, I I feel like it's actively kind of rude next to Stephanie Shu, just like for, like, especially with how hard people have been campaigning for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird vibe. I don't like it. I don't like it, and I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis, like, this is one of my least favorite Jamie Lee Curtis performances. It's not bad by any means, but it literally, she's a bit character. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, what about what, what uh, were your picks and predictions? My my pick you? is obviously Stephanie Shu. I love I like it. She is genuinely my probably my favorite part about everything everywhere all at she once. She is really great. I really that. love her performance. Yeah. Uh my prediction would either be Jamie Lee Curtis, but that kind of upsets me, or uh Angela Bassett. Also not really my favorite thing, but it just seems like the kind of thing like Wakanda Forever would take an Oscar yeah. for. Yeah, for like, supporting actress. Yeah. yeah. I could I could see it happening. Yeah, no, more it's than, a, more it's a solid prediction, else. I think. Uh, um, any any snubs for supporting I actress? See, I, I struggled because I didn't know what technically qualifies <laughs> yeah. as supporting actress. Like, what what qualifies somebody as That's supporting? That's how I was. I was like, I don't know what um, I don't know what to put for this. So, who I put, I think I think would qualify as support. She's not in that much of the movie, and she's billed lower. So, I would assume she qualifies as supporting. If like, I guess I put uh, Anya Taylor Joy from. Or Anya Taylor Joy, if I can speak, uh, Anya Taylor Joy from The Northman. Oh, The uh, Northman! I thought you were going to say The Menu. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, that no, would definitely be a she's, supporting. She's role. the lead in The Menu. Yeah, uh, that would definitely be a supporting. But role. no, I figured it would qualify, and I really like her performance. I even like her performance more than something like The Menu in yeah. The Northman. She's not in it much, but I think when she is in it, uh, she's got a really strong screen presence, and I really like her character. Very nice. Yeah, no, that's a solid pick. Um, I put down Margot Robbie for supporting in this, which I didn't know if it would fall under leading yeah, or supporting. That's, that's even more like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, her I work think, in Babylon is really great. I think technically she's one of the leads. Technically, I don't know. It's it's a to- it's a toss up. It would depend on what they submitted it as. I think. Yeah, I have no idea. For um, that. but yeah, I, Margot Robbie she is really good for Babylon. Babylon. She's she's phenomenal in that. One of my favorite uh, performances in that movie. So. Yeah. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to our next category. All right. Our next category is actress in a leading role. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Tar. Kate Blanchett. (laughs) Um, Anya de Armas for Blonde. Uh, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie. 
uh, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Indeed. What are your picks and predictions for this category, <laughs> Micah? Actress in a leading role? I feel kind of sad to, to not like have Ana de Armas as an option <laughs> with her being one of like my favorite actresses, uh, but I do not want to watch I did Blonde. not want to see Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So... I'm sure you did well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my pick... <clears throat> man. I mean, you've only seen three of the nominees. My pick is very, is very strongly uh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, her performance is Tar, essentially. Yeah, like, that's like, the movie. <laughs> that's what everyone remembers. She kind of steals the show. It's so, so, so good. It's such a strong <laughs> performance. Like, it's genuinely one of the most memorable, memorable performances of like any movie I've seen, you not get just, not just this year. You something. get the Lydia Tar is real thing, Micah. That's how good the performance was. <laughs> no, I really, really <laughs> love the performance. Um, so that's clearly my pick. I really hope she wins for that. Uh, as for predictions, uh, I think Michelle Yeoh is going to take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could, I could, I don't know. I, I, I want to shout out more than anything. I can't really see her taking it, uh, but I'd like to shout out uh, Michelle Williams because I really like. She her is performance really, really good in the Fablemans. Um, but, but I just don't, I don't see her winning. Yeah, I was about to say, just not not her lineup, unfortunately, in my eyes. Um, but my my pick in prediction was the same as yours, uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once uh, is my prediction. But yeah, uh, any any snub, Micah, that uh, you want to shout yes. out? Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, Tang Wei from Decision to Leave. Yes. Uh, she is crazy good. Crazy, crazy good. I mean, yeah, she's really phenomenal in Decision to really, Leave. Really, really fantastic. I love her performance. I think her performance is even better than, um, I, don't, I don't remember his name from, like, the main guy. Yeah, the lead. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Love, yeah. love her performance in that. Absolutely, no. It's a it's a worthy shout out. Would have would, would have loved to see a nomination for her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, any, anything else to add? I feel like really all I wanted to do in this section was praise uh, Kate Blanchett's performance in Tar because yeah, it's I mean, it's honestly one of the best things I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's what makes. Uh, I mean there are a lot of technical elements backing Tar, yeah. but what makes Tar work honestly <laughs> is Kate Blanchett yeah. because you could have all of those really really like you could have really good editing, you could have really good cinematography, good direction, you could. Have have all that and honestly without a powerhouse performance like Kate Blanchett and yeah. Tar it just wouldn't work as a movie yeah great great performance I hope she I hope she gets it but I think Michelle Yeoh is gonna take it <laughs> uh, but yeah let's move on to our next category our next category is actor in supporting role and the nominations are Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inchiron uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inchiran, Kei Hui Kwan uh, for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Very nice. I like it. It's a, it's a solid lineup this year. Um, I was really excited to see uh, Brian Tyree Henry get some <laughs> recognition yeah, for his work in Causeway. I didn't watch Causeway. That's the one I haven't seen here. <laughs> uh, he's really good at that. Um, but my actual pick for this category is uh, Barry Keoghan. I think he's yeah. really phenomenal in that movie. And this was kind of a tough one because I almost picked uh, Brendan Gleeson instead. <laughs> um, those were really the two. Like, I, I think Banshees is really 
like great for its screenplay and its ensemble cast. Its ensemble is very good. Um, so I would really be happy with either one of them winning. But my prediction is Barry Keoghan yeah. for this category. I think he's going to take it. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, my pick is Barry Keoghan. Um, I've always been like a really big Barry Keoghan fan. Yeah, you're I more so him. than me, man. I love him in everything <laughs> I've seen him in. I want him to be in more stuff. Uh, and I would he's love, a lot of fun. I would love for him to win a supporting Oscar for this. I think he gives a really, really engaging and like sweet performance in yeah. this that's very interesting. Very memorable. Surprisingly um, memorable. I could see Brendan Gleeson taking it for predictions. Absolutely. But I also, I also think uh, <laughs> uh, Kei, uh, Kei Hui Kwan could take this yeah. easily. No, I he he's was, got he was my second of, like prediction pick. Absolutely. Um, he's got a lot of hype around him. Like just for being back to acting since in like, such he, a hasn't, big way, he, yeah. he hadn't acted since he was a kid. And like it, just a lot of hype around everything everywhere all at once specifically revolves around him, so I could easily see him taking it. Absolutely. No, I think it's a I think it's a solid pick. Not too much actually to mention in this uh, category, which is strange. Um, I do like Judd Hirsch in the Fable Ones for the odd that he got. Yeah, it's very strange. He's only in the movie for like four or five scenes. No, it's like two scenes. He's in the movie for like two scenes. I swear. Um, I was about to say he's good in the two scenes. Really great. (laughs) It's just funny. Um, I yeah, honestly, if you take out the Banshees. actors here i kind of would want uh brian tyree henry to get it because his work in causeway is really really good um he's one of the standout performances of that movie um but yeah let's go ahead and hold on i had a snub you had a i had a snub crazy Um, my my snub pick would be uh (laughs) stephen hewn for um nope for no i mean come on yeah steven Yeun nope he's really good in that movie <laughs> he's so good that's like i love steven Yeun so much and that's one of his like best performances and he's only he's not even in that much of the movie he's honestly so memorable he's the defining like that's his defining performance for me yeah um, whenever i think of him i think of his performance in nope because it's it's phenomenal it's iconic it's great it, he, just, he just lends so much it's like legendary legendary exactly i'm, I'm turning into him he, he kills uh, uh, i love his performance in that so much um, yeah but i'm a, I'm a big he's like a big steven yoon fan yeah so he's great put him in anything i'll be happy in fact you should put him in more movies go cast him in more stuff go right now go do go it. do it go cast him <laughs> wow but yeah now let's move on to our next category Let's. All right, our second to last category Ooh. is actor in a leading role. We have as our nominees Austin Butler in Elvis, uh, Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser in The Whale, Paul Mezcal in After Sun, and Bill Nighy in Living. The Irish, the Irish stay winning this award season, <laughs> right? There's so many, so many Irish uh, actors um, uh, nominated. What are, yeah, what are your picks for and predictions for this category? Uh, <laughs> my pick is uh, Paul Mescal. Uh, we just watched After Sun oh, last night. Actually, just it last we, night, were, yeah. we were we were really wanting to get to it, <laughs> and this gave us a good excuse to rent it. 
Um, and A, that's like a masterpiece of a movie, one of the greatest <laughs> movies of the decade so far. Oh, yeah, one of the One of the best movies I've seen in a while. Very, very, very good. Um, and Paul Meskel's performance in it is genuinely just fantastic. The amount he's communicating <laughs> to you without ever like saying much. Thing is, his face isn't on screen for a lot no, of and the like, movie. And, and, and when the it is, they it's, usually, it. it's usually like part of his face. His yeah. physicality and his acting <laughs> is genuinely just that good. Yeah. He's, he's giving he's giving like a legendary performance here um, and i don't think i'd ever even heard of him before this movie but. uh yeah no this is like one of his breakout roles he's he's been in a handful of other like feature length films but um but yeah after sun after sun yeah. is genuinely really really fantastic and his performance is a very key part of that um, so he's definitely my pick. Uh, my prediction would be Colin Farrell for Banshees. I could just, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> Absolutely. I just see it happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think he's, I think he's giving a really good performance. I think he's got a good amount of hype for the role. I, I could just see the, the stars aligning for him, but I could also see Brendan, um, Fraser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so weird. Even he said that nobody says his name <laughs> Fraser. Everyone always says Fraser, uh, but Brendan Fraser, uh, for the whale, not that I, I haven't seen the whale and I don't really like the whale on a, on a personal on a level, on a level. conceptual level. Yeah. I don't like the idea of what it's doing. And I don't think from what I have heard, it goes about it very well, Yeah, but it is cool to see Brendan Fraser back to acting. Absolutely. Um, I, I love him as a, as a person, very tragic stuff happened to him that got him out of acting. Um, so it's cool to see him like back acting. And because of that, there are like a million people who really <laughs> want him to win this yeah i could see him um, winning so i could see him winning this just because really i'm sure his performance is good i mean i've heard it's He's good a great actor whale. yeah um but like i don't know i feel like that the main reason <laughs> he would probably be winning is because of how much hype there is for him just being back yeah no i could see that um my pick was also Paul Mescal for After Sun because he's I don't know he's he's really great um, in that movie and I also picked uh, Colin Farrell as my prediction. Um, any any snubs you wanted to shout out? Uh, yeah, I didn't write them down, but I actually had two. Um, okay, Daniel Kaluuya and um, <laughs> Nope is giving like I think oh probably gosh. the best performance I've seen from him. Uh, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> as great as he is in like Get Out, I think he's so uh, subtle. His work in Nope so is amazing. Subtle in nope. Yeah, <laughs> his, dude, I love I love the work he's doing in Nope. Yeah, very 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 good. And then also I really like and want to shout out Alexander Skarsgård. Um, it, the northman i think especially a lot of his physicality is oh, yeah. insane no he's great um you watch him in something else and then watch him in this and it just feels like a completely different person like seriously he looks just completely like he fully embodies the role that he's going for and i really think it's 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 the kind of performance that I wouldn't really want to see win. It would be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you just want some Alexander Skarsgård won for the Northmen, whatever. He's just a just some testosterone field guy screaming for like two hours, um, which isn't all his performance is. Obviously, I just you know that's the kind of vibe I would get if it won. But I did. I would like some recognition because I genuinely think he's giving a good, pretty layered performance in his time in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, I put down Daniel Kaluuya also, and uh, my other pick was also uh, Diego Calva for yeah. Babylon. Yeah, he, he, it's a good performance. Standout performance I for think me. him and Margot Robbie are like 
the good performance. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not on the Brad Pitt board. Like, I mean, I don't. Um, I think it's a kind of weak performance yeah, from Brad Pitt. I like. Um, I actually really like Brad Pitt's performance, but I couldn't see. Like, it's it's not as and good. D- Diego and Margot steal the show, especially oh, yeah. anytime they're in scenes together. They're just. They're really. They have great chemistry. They're electric. He's really fun. Uh, he's Such my. Fa- fun he's lead. my favorite part about the movie. Such a fun lead for that movie. Um, yeah. So yeah, t- definitely. I think there were a lot of really good like lead actors and actresses and like and support it. Like we, had, I had like multiple stuff for like all of this stuff. I was gonna there mention was a lot of really good performances. The nominees, the nominees, just in general, I was really happy with this year. And maybe it's just because I actually watched more of them this year or what. But this is this seems like a very solid lineup of nominees in just about every category. So I think. Well, I, I mean, I think specifically for the acting. Oh yeah, I, I don't know. There's some categories that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's a couple. But like for the acting, there was just a lot of fantastic performances last year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's move on to our our final segment. Final segment. And our last and final category. Our last and final category. Our last and final category. It's the end all, the be all, the all. Wow. Uh, Perhaps the most prestigious award. (laughs) Yeah, probably the most prestigious uh, (laughs) film award I can think of. Yeah. Uh, Best Picture. Very nice. And the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inshiran, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Very nice. We've seen all but one of these this yeah, year, only which is just, crazy. Just not, oh, no, just not Women Talking. Micah, we're, we're two guys with a podcast. Of course, we haven't seen Women I, Talking. I, want, I, I, wanted, I wanted to watch <laughs> Women Talking, guys, I swear. I know. I We, we prioritized After Sun over Women Talking, and... I, what does that say about us? Yeah, what does that say? I guess, uh, is Women Talking female directed? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Then they were both female directed I was about to say, movies, I so. forgot, I, I keep forgetting do? After Sun is a female directed <laughs> movie, but it is, yeah. Very well done. Oh my gosh, After Sun. What a picture, man. It should have gotten some, I almost I almost thought about putting it for, for some from some other snubs, but yeah. I, I just, I was like, eh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, what are your picks and predictions, picks, Rebby? What picks? Plural? <laughs> I mean, you can have multiple picks okay, if yeah. you want well i i only went go with crazy. one go crazy um best picture there's a it's a really solid lineup this year um and it, for me it was between the fablemans and tar um just because those are the two that have stuck with me the most and i ended up going with tar as my pick if i if i could have one of these win best picture would be tar yeah <laughs> um it's just a phenomenal like masterwork of technical craft and like amazing direction and a outstanding lead performance uh it's just like a perfect storm of greatness uh that i think is one of the best uh best picture nominees there is like in the history of the oscars um my prediction for the winner is banshees of inshiran i think it has the power to do it i know a lot of people are thinking everything everywhere all at once is going to take it but i i have i have faith that banshees (laughs) is going to pull it through what about you micah uh my pick is also tar um i think it's i think it's i think it's a special movie i don't think you get i don't think you get movies like this very often (laughs) and i think even more so than a lot of these which i would hold on equal or higher ground in quality like I, i don't know i honestly would say that probably i think the fablemans is like a better movie um i don't know but Maybe. like 
Avatar, I think, is really doing something special, and I think it, I think it deserves the best picture win. <laughs> right. I think it, I think it all around comes together to being the most memorable movie I've seen from 2022, probably. Oh yeah. Um, next, next so. to like After Sun, surprisingly <laughs> enough, but that's probably just recency bias. Yeah. Um, like decision to leave and stuff like that, but oh, like, man. uh. It's very, very memorable, and I really, really loved it. So that's my pick. As for predictions, it's I a toss-up. I have man. three, <laughs> and and they're the ones that I can just see winning. Okay. So I could see, I could see All Quiet on the Western Front taking this easily, honestly. <sighs> and I would be, you really know, sad. I would, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I could see it <laughs> yeah. happening so easily. Yeah. Um, I could see everything everywhere all at once taking it just from just from hype. I don't. I think that's probably the least likely one to happen. Um, it's got know, a lot man. of hype, but I like, I'm, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared that it's going to take best picture. And then the out of left field one, I think, honestly, I could see women talking winning. No, absolutely. I could. Um, um, if, if it doesn't take adapted screenplay, you know, it's, <laughs> it's definitely going to take best picture. Cause I feel like, I feel like oftentimes people, people get caught up on like the most popular ones and that's often not what ends up winning best yeah. picture. And I could see women talking being like a unique and, you know, a, a lot of politics come into the Oscars. It's, it's, it's got an, it's got a political message that would like be good for Oscar winning. And like, it, yeah. it, it feels like a, it feels like it could to me win best picture yeah no i think women talking is a solid pick honestly like there are so many movies like i could even see like i wouldn't be shocked at all if way of water took best picture which is so strange <laughs> in my mind but like this is a really solid lineup for best picture nominees dang i just thought of a, i thought of a bad joke <laughs> Oh no! That Hollywood doesn't want their women talking. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, that's like the most basic joke that everyone has. I, made. I bet somebody <laughs> will make it at the Oscars. Oh my gosh! Uh, honestly, uh, do you have any? Do you have like? Well, it's a, only it's only because the uh, like, I was about to say it's only because Hollywood's been so sleazy and awful to women I over mean, the yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but do you have any snubs for best I, picture? I have. I have one. I did not put it. I have one. I, it's, I just. It was kind of a last minute. Like I might as well put yeah. it. A decision to leave. Um, <laughs> heck, in the same train, I'd throw After Sun on there too. I don't think either throw a nope in there. For I don't think either of them would take it. Uh, but I think decision to leave, like ha- it has the juice to pull it off. You know, like like Parasite did. I think decision to leave could be up there. <laughs> I think in terms of an international being like a romance movie is kind of stunning it from doing anything like in the best people because people hate romance. I don't know why, man. What happened to the romance genre? What happened? A romance movie would never win Best Picture <laughs> these days. Right. At least it's like a tragic romance. So right. like, oh, there you go, Micah. Maybe they're not would. getting together, Revy. <laughs> they're not actually happy by the end. So it's the true. Oscars will approve. Wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's a solid pick for sure. But yeah, and that's 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 the Oscars. That's the Oscars, baby. Uh, the ninety fifth uh, Oscars Academy Award whatever uh, ceremony. Which is thank I, you, I, thank you for attending. I think it's uh, happening this Saturday. No, it just happened. Right? We oh were my hosting it. Millions of people have wow, tuned in. That's crazy. Which won't happen for the other. Oscars. <laughs> Unlike the the other Oscars, because they hate us. They don't want you to be able to watch the Oscars. Like last year when they cut ninety percent of the categories from being on air, and also still only put it on stupid cable. <laughs> yeah. Again. Uh, it looks like you can only watch the uh, Oscar ceremony through ABC. 
uh, either sat like via satellite or cable, um, which sucks for availability. But you know, you can keep yeah, up when, with the do you, do you know winners and stuff. Do you know if they'll actually be playing all of them this year? Like if they'll go through all um, the categories? I, I think they mentioned that they're going to have more. Um, and they're going to keep the speeches like really, really short this year. I'm like, well, that's a shame. I don't know. I just want just make the ceremony longer. No, well, well, that's the thing is the reason they're doing that. The reason they cut it shorter was because not as many people are watching yeah. and it's tossed it, like it probably cost them more money and they just wanted to keep a shorter time slot. So they cut it down to just the ones they thought people would be interested in seeing. <laughs> but most people who are actually going out of their way to tune in the Oscars want to see a lot of the categories that they like cut. the technical categories and like what they don't yeah. realize is the reason nobody's watching the Oscars is because it's only on camera. <laughs> cable yeah, nobody's man. got cable <laughs> we're gonna try and watch i'm gonna try and watch them at least uh yeah. via like the live satellite that's built into my smart tv but <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see how that goes it was uh buggy at best last year when we watched um but yeah hopefully hopefully we will have a nice time doing that yeah um at, I the, think, end of, at the end of the day as as goofy yeah. and stupid as the oscars are sometimes the only thing uh, the only takeaway you should have from it is to have fun with it if you're not having fun then like don't care about you shouldn't care about the oscars at all i was about to say it's meant to be like a, a nice celebration of some of the artists who work on movies and uh not really much more than that in my mind <laughs> but try to try not to put too much emphasis on it have fun uh let us know like some of your favorite nominees or snubs if you want to um we have a section in spotify if you're listening there where you can put them in or if you're listening on youtube you can drop them in the or comments. or or <laughs> if you're on our if you're on letterboxd if you're on our hq page you could you can i don't know what we're gonna do for a post for this on letterboxd but you can comment stuff on there absolutely um definitely check out our letterboxd recently logged hq page yeah it's just at recently logged on letterboxd we have a fully featured hq page for you to check very very much appreciated (laughs) if you go check that out very it's a very cool thing you'll 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 enjoy it wow amazing (laughs) um yeah thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening tuning in I don't think we're not gonna do what we want. No. Yeah, I was about to say way too long. Way too long. Uh, <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. Absolutely. Bye.